J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I want to say thank you. Thank you for being a listener to the show. Thank you for sending your emails. That's how it works, people. Send your emails in. Let us know your problems. Podcast at gmail.com. It could be family. You know, right, you know, this is the time of year for a family-ish. This is the the family part of the year where you might need some help, some perspective. Listen, we're not experts on anything. We're experts on being honest with you because we don't have to make eye contact with you. That's really the power of this show. So you send in your problems, family, lifestyle, friends, relationship, jtrainpodcast.com. My guests and I, we sink our teeth into them. We gnaw at the bone of your issue. I want you to keep sending those emails. Also, let people know about this show. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. We're on Zoom. Um, we had some stuff with scheduling. We're trying to get them in before the holidays. I'm taping this ahead of time. Um, but if you're out there and you want to come to a show, here's the end of my year. Here's the end of the year. Uh, get out the calendars. JaredFried.com for tickets. Um, I got a whole long list of cities that I'm going to. But Dania Beach is coming up during uh, Thanksgiving time. Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, Albany, San Diego, and Madison, Wisconsin. That's like my end of the year into the new year. So if you're in any of those cities or around any of those cities, if you have a friend nearby, the whole set is about family. It's an hour story about my family. So you're going to love it. I've had an amazing response that has made me feel touched in the anus, feathering my nuts. We got some amazing emails here. I'm very excited for today's guest and OKP to the show. Coming on back. Happy to have him. He's got a new special, hilarious comedian. It's called Don't Let Me Down. It's on 800 Pound Gorilla's uh, YouTube page right now so you can go watch it this is this is the beauty of 2023 there's a lot of like bad things about now but the greatest thing is that you at your fingertips have a special that is hilarious and awesome and it's well done and well made and visually um attractive it looks good easy on the eyes especially this guest so Go, go, go. It's called Don't Let Me Down. The link to the special is in the bio of this episode. Mike Fenoya, thank you for coming back. Thank you so much for having me back, buddy. It's always a pleasure to hang with you. And I appreciate yeah. you uh, liking the the look of the special. I did it all myself. This was a You did it yourself. It's all DIY. And uh, you edited I'm, it? You were sitting there chopping bits and stuff? I, I, did, I learned a lot about Adobe. Uh, before it, I had no idea. I had some help. Look at with this. The, this is this cutting. is the thing about comedy right now. People are out <laughs> in the yard, you know, building their own, whittling their own specials for you, so that you'll go watch. And here's the thing: don't just watch. Okay, there's a currency to all this. There's you know, liking. That's like throwing a penny in the jar. Commenting. Yes. That's like throwing a dollar in the jar. Sharing. That's like putting a ten piece in the jar. There's all different levels of currency, but we want you to like, you know, Mike yeah, wants subscribe people subscribe to, to the YouTube channel. Subscribe is like, to the YouTube channel. I mean, like, but this is the yeah. goal is that someone watches it, enjoys it and goes, wow, I got a new guy. I got a new I got the rookie card. I'm holding the Mike Fenoya all star <laughs> card. card. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm uh, 
I'm never proud of anything and I'm happy with how this came out. So love uh, it. I stay away from that word, but thank you. I really appreciate it. And it's an exciting day. We're recording it on the day it's out. So I'm hanging out in the chat and thanking people and asking all my friends to share it. Yeah. It's, it it makes you feel good about this community that we're in Jared, you know, like it's nice for, we all take care of each other and we all help each other out. And, uh, some do, good. Some, some do, some don't, some don't, you right. know, this is, you know, the problem with putting something <laughs> yeah. out there is you, you're going to get, you're going to get an answer. You're going to find out who does and who doesn't. And, you know, that's uh, always tough, you know, like it's painful, painful. Yeah. It, it, you know, it goes all ways. We talk, you know, we talk a lot about relationships here and it's like, you know, there are points in a relationship where whether it's friendship, um, you know, romantically, you know, family where you go, you don't always get the honest answer. You're always you're always going to get the honest answer here on the J Train podcast. Right. But you're not always going to get it from family and friends and and your partner. And then there's moments where it's like that answer is different than the others. This is where there's only one option is to be honest. And that's right. I think, you know, that's the tough part about putting yourself out there and, and, and putting out something that you're proud of. You go, this is the moment I need, you know, and we're, and I'm talking to the listeners, the listeners. Hey, we're talking to you. Go, go watch it. Go enjoy it. I'm just, you know, I'm looking at some of the clips. He's talking about rich people and you taped it in Connecticut. You know, you, are you in <laughs> Connecticut, right? Yeah. Yeah. I live in Southern Connecticut. I'm like, I'm like a half so hour con. outside New York. Yeah. So, um, it, we moved back up here during the pandemic, uh, speaking of relationships, you know, and I think, you know, this, my wife and I lived separate, but we were together for like mm. the first like seven or eight years of our marriage because mm-hmm. of work. So I was like in the writer's room for the jokers. I was, you know, trying to make it in the clubs. She's in Connecticut being a nurse. Yeah. And, uh, we made it work and then the pandemic hit and we were like, you think we're ready to live together after eight <laughs> years of marriage? So we decided no better time than, you know, how's it uh, been? Oh, it, has, has there, ha- has there been any like, Hey, I got to talk to you. Like I like to sit alone with my thoughts for hours at a time. <laughs> I've kind of gotten used to that and I'm not used to like being next to someone while that's happening. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, see, she, she's extremely self-sufficient and independent mm-hmm. and I'm a needy little B mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I, we're still ships passing in the night. You know, I haven't slowed down. I just have a, a car commute instead of a subway ride now, you know? Right. So, and I'm always on the road every weekend and she's killing it at work. But when we did get back to living under the same roof, Mm-hmm. I mean, we had to get rid of our condo and get a house so we could have yeah. more space. And uh, but it was like we started over, dude. Like, I really genuinely believe that the conventional methods of like marriage and, you know, everything together all the time is toxic. And even potentially living together is sometimes like, yes, it's important. But it's not necessary. See, I think, you- I, I think your your relationship is a problem, though. Like, it's a problem. Like, I agree with what you're saying. I think, like, any version, everything has worked. Yes. The problem is yes. looking at the Fenoyas and going, will they do it? And it's like, no, no, no. There's, <laughs> like, a whole... There's a whole groundwork that's laid for a relationship to be able to be 
distance while married and under two roofs while married, you know, like, and then that's able to come back together. Like, it's all like, you know, like, it's like with working out. Someone's like, look at that. That person does keto. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, they they have an understanding. They have a relationship with food that, you know, the keto's working because it's built on a on a structure, on a foundation of, of, of healthy, you know, like there, yeah, it all comes yeah. down to diet and exercise. It all comes down to, I'm sure you and your wife, you had to communicate like, Hey, we're going to live on two different roofs, but like, let's talk this out. Let's have an uncomfortable conversation that listen, I know in my life, uncomfortable conversations. I'm always like, I, I can feel my body tense up and I just want to oh, run it's away. The worst. You know? It's the, it, yeah. It's definitely the worst. And what was happening was, like I'm happy for her that her career is going so well and mm. she's happy for me that I mean and you know this man like you have to strike when the iron is like cold <laughs> like right. you got to you gotta can't keep wait going. for it to get hot you have to like make it hot and I had opportunities and I had a writing gig and I had a mm. you know getting past at clubs and it's just this thing of like now it was working and it worked really well I don't know how much longer it could have went that way. Right. I mean, maybe a, that had a shelf nothing life. Nothing lasts forever. You know, exactly. Like they, there's check-ins. Yeah. And I think now the way we're doing things is, you know, I'm still cruising in and out all the time. I'm not mm-hmm. far, but it's far enough to be annoying. Of and course. she's working more hours and doing more work and she's more tired and mm-hmm. I'm on the road on the weekends. But what we have found is that like the time we spend together is way more valuable and it's not taken for granted. And I think that's the thing that's important. It's kind of this thing of like, time's going by real fast and we're being honest with each other. And we're just like, you know, I'm saying no to things. Like if it's not worth doing it, like I'll take a night off and just be like, let's just go do a Friday night together. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. you know, like making that a priority and she knows how important it is to work. And I know how important it is to work on us. Yeah. So it's taken a little bit. We're on 11 years now married. And I think that the, the, the pandemic brought us together. Like it somehow brought us closer, which I've heard the the contrary. It goes quite both a bit. ways. It, it was, you know, it was almost lighter fluid for each direction. You know, You're I right. was in a relationship yeah. during it and it went one way. My brother was in a relationship during it. He's now engaged, you know? So I think it goes, right. It goes all ways, but we're pumped to have you. Everyone go follow Mike at Mike Fanoia. He's got a special. It's out right now. The link is in the bio of this episode. Don't let me down. That's the special. Hilarious. You're going to love it. Let's get into the emails. You ready? Let's do it, buddy. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Impending doom of the three-monther. Help. I am still hung up on this guy. Okay. Jared, I was dating this guy I met on the apps for at least for the last three-ish months. We're both 28. We have been on tons of dates, and I met a lot of his friends. A few weeks ago, I invited him to my birthday, and he met all my friends and my brother. I thought that him agreeing to come to my birthday party and meet everyone was a big deal. That night, we stayed at a hotel. It was my birthday treat. Uh, it was my birthday treat to myself, together to make the day more special. Um, a few days later, I told him that I was starting to catch feelings that I wanted to keep seeing him more seriously and asked if that was something he wanted to do. He told me he was not looking for something more serious, but that I was fun to hang out with when the time permits. 
I feel that his actions over the last three months showed that he was interested, and I felt like we were naturally moving in that direction. So I did not expect for him to say that he was not looking for anything serious at that point. I knew that when I told him my feelings and he told me he didn't think he, we were on the same page, that I had to stick to my guns and not go back on what I had said I had wanted. Now it has been about a month and I am still hung up on him. I keep wanting to reach out and see if he misses me or wants to meet up. I have not seen him since the morning after my birthday. I keep hearing Jared's voice in my head telling me that we were both clear on our intentions and that since they did not align, there is nothing to be said or done at this point. Help. Should I reach out and see where his head's at or just leave it where it is? Normally, I have an easier time moving on, but I can't seem to get over him. I'm telling myself that if he wanted to be with me, he would have reached out, and I should just respect his original response since I am not looking to just be a side piece. Please help. Signed, it's my birthday, and I'll cry if I want to. Well, this is an upsetting email. Um, Mike Fenoya, what do you think about this person's predicament? Reach out. How do they deal with this? You the know, three monther, that's the toughest one, I think. Yeah, yeah. That is that that definitely is. And I the things that stand out to me is it was the morning after that hang. So did something <clears throat> happen at that hang that maybe changed the perception? Well, and, I think reality entered the group chat at that hang. You know, at yeah. that hang, you know, you know, all other hang all hangs are not created equal. You know, the birthday, you know, like (laughs) the let's get drinks and talk about farts is fun. The let's get dinner and talk about what apps we want to order. Fun. Let's uh, get get drunk and come back to my apartment and 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 get breakfast in the morning. Fun. No. And but the birthday. Here's my brother. Hey, I'm catching feelings for you. I'd like this to get more serious and make some promises to each other and become each other's responsibility. And you might get in trouble if you don't text me back within two hours. That's not, not fun. as fun. Different no. hang. No, uh, no two hangs are created equal. Mm-mm. Jared, that might be the greatest thing I've ever heard. First of all, <laughs> make that a T-shirt. There it is. And uh, I, I, I do think you're right. And I think there's this thing. So I hung with this, this young woman once in before, way before I met my wife and even my mm. ex. And we had such an unbelievable time. And then all of a sudden, she disappeared. Right. And I heard right. from her probably six months later. And she said, "You're exactly what I wanted, but wasn't ready for." And it was this kind of like, whoa, like, what the hell? And at the time, I'm like, what a shitty thing. Like, we just lost out on so much time together. And But now I get it that it was like this, this, you know, like, I don't think it's to, to, to reach out and ask where their head is at. Seems like they told you. It seems like they right. said, like, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think that would help perpetuate the marathon. I think you're more concerned with the sprint at the moment. Like, this person may just need a little bit of time to be like, listen, I don't want anything more than this right now. And maybe me being with you in that family environment made me see things that could be happening faster than I'm ready for. So I think just time personally, and I'm horrible at it, dude, I'm horrible at it, but Mm -hmm. I'm learning as I'm getting older that time is the only thing that helps. Like, right. Don't pressure that. Don't pressure them because they're just going to whatever, if they're leaning towards no, thanks, that's just going to push them, like you said, fire in both directions, you know? Well, they they are not leaning towards anything. This guy, 
he had he he the problem is the the silence you, the you're creating things in your own mind like what you said you said something very specific where it's like i you know i liked you but it wasn't the timing of yeah and what time the whole timing thing i tend to believe that means i don't have the foundation beneath me yeah to to bring you into this world in the way yeah. that you're ready to bring me into your world and Everyone needs a different foundation. Like, I think when this guy meets the brother and goes to the birthday and she's like, I'm ready to be serious. He goes, holy shit. Um, I am not ready to be serious. I am not right. ready to feel good. Like, yeah, you know, for you, you're an 11 year marriage. Okay. And yep. you just said when we were talking before about, you're like, you know, sometimes I take a night off to hang with my wife. Let's have a night. Yeah. You have to be. You have to be. You have to have trust and confidence in your foundation to right. to do that happily. You know, yeah. like and, yeah, and you're you, right. And, and this guy, like when and anyone can be three monther guy. That's the thing. Yeah. She's only seen the good. Like they never had a fight. I'm sure they never had a fight. They've only had laughs. They've only had the fun. There's been no, you know, real argument i'm sure there's no real work that was done right and he's like yeah i'm a three-monther like this is what i'm good for and i'm sure he didn't go in going i only got three months in me and then the minute she asked for more i'm gonna get the fuck out of here like i don't think yeah. he said that to himself well, he said to himself right. he goes i'm gonna i'm a man i'm yeah. great i got this great foundation i got a job and then he got to the three months and he goes Oh, I'm not a man. No, no, no. I built the house wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got to go right. rebuild. I got to be a better that's person right. or I'm not, you know, yeah. or he's not going to learn from it and he's not ready to rebuild the foundation. And that figurative three months could have happened if they started dating two weeks before her birthday or nine right. months from her birthday. It's all right. about set and setting. You know what I mean? Like if you're in, you guys live in the city, you're living your city. Life. It's just like every Meg Ryan movie, every, you know, it's fine right. when you're, you know, in your world. But then when you guys escape your world and go to this past hearing stories, meeting friends, it's like, oh shit. Like we're in a family setting now and right. panic kicks in. And you don't know what that triggers for that dude. He may have and gotten crushed in the past. And here's the thing. Right now, it's been a month. She hasn't yep. heard from him, and she's comparing pain. Yes. She's going, She's going. well, I'm getting mad because am I crazy for feeling upset about this? You're not. You're not crazy no. at all. It's not totally all. normal to feel upset about this. I think the, the, the problem when you try to say how you can't tell someone how to feel, and you can't know how someone feels. So, like... Not hearing from like the alternative for her is to hear from him every day and get strung along. And she's like, right. You know, like the alternative is like is not what she wants at all. Like, let's say every week he says, oh, I feel like I made a mistake. We'd be getting a different email. She'd be like, does he like me? Does he not? What he's doing is 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 respecting what was said to each other on that night. Yeah, I think yeah. his silence is an act of respect. His silence is a is a is a double down on him not being ready. And she writes it. She knows this. If he yeah. came, it's not that if he came back, he would be ready, but if he came back, he'd be an asshole or he would say, you know what? I made a mistake. I do have the foundation to make this work. It, 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 anything less than we're together, let's be serious. Him coming back would have been 
mean and he right. so not coming back is him respecting that and respecting your feelings exactly and here's what i would say to her too is if you call him and you convince him do you want that person and right. also like do you want to be the one that like then the next date you're s- sitting there going like does he even like me or did he come back because right. i asked him to you let if it's going to happen let him come back to you let him miss you. Um, right. And I know and, that's he's the not hardest back. thing to do. Yeah. This is, yeah. this is the thing. He's not yeah, coming back. On, and I think, but, and I think for men, you know, the, the act of yeah. ending the three monther is like, is we, we don't see it the same way as an, as a three month, as ending a three monther for a woman. I don't think that we do. I think yeah. when we end a three monther, we go, all right, kid, we'll get on the net. We'll, we'll get, we'll do it better the next time. We don't Dust think yourself like off and try again. Yeah. Totally. Right. We're not like, Oh my God, I gotta go back out there. How am I going to find someone as good? How am I going to find someone who, you know, who isn't this crazy asshole? Like, I, I think like there's a lot of surprises to be found under the carpet of a man. So yeah. like, I, yeah. and I'm just, yeah. and she's a little fearful oh, God, of yeah. that. So yeah. I think what she needs to do is a couple things. One, own that you enjoyed those three months. Own it. Take Nothing the things you liked. Something, right. you know, take the things you liked, the way you were treated. That You shouldn't be treated differently in the next three months, you know, the first three months of the next thing. But maybe you say things, I am looking for more. I'm looking for this to extend. I, I think also saying, if you meet my family, that's important to me. Like letting someone know, this is an important step for me. I'm just letting you know. And yeah. again, that's easier said than done because then you have to hear, again, an honest answer. Because right. when you say it's important, as we've talked about in the beginning of this, you're going to get an honest answer different times in life. There's sometimes that's there's right. only, the only answer is honesty. So if you say to someone, hey, meeting my family is, is actually a big deal for me. I'm really excited for you to be a part of that. Uh, you might get an answer that's whoa, 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 easy there, big fella. And right. honestly, then then maybe you have those arguments sooner than later. You know, again, that's why you're remembering a three month or so. Well, there were no arguments. J train. Yeah, it's bliss, dude. It's the honeymoon. There it is. If you've been struggling with hair thinning, make sure you put Nutrafol on your Christmas list. It's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. It'll take your strands from scraggly to suave with their physician-formulated drug-free capsules. There could be a bunch of reasons behind your hair thinning. Take the quiz on Nutrafol's website to figure out what's causing yours. Nutrafol has six unique formulas to combat the different causes of hair thinning. So you can get the formula that's designed for you. I am going to tell you right now. I don't use Nutrafol. I have had my mom texting me every single month for more Nutrafol. She, I'm her pusher on this stuff because she knows they send me some uh, to test it out. And I honestly, I, I feel lucky not having to test it. She loves it, sees a difference, keeps asking for it. I keep sending it. And I got to say... It looks, her hair looks great. So Nutrafol even comes in a vegan formula. So you never have to choose between your values and your best hair ever. Take the first step to visible, visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering J-Train listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping. When you go to Nutrafol.com, enter promo code FEATHER. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol to the, for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code FEATHER. That's Nutrafol.com. Promo code FEATHER.
When you're sitting around after your Thanksgiving meal with the meat sweats, you can still smell fresh as a daisy with Lumi. Lumi is a whole body deodorant that you can use everywhere, whether your pits, your feet, or your private smell. This one product takes care of it all. It comes in a solid stick. I use it. A cream for those harder to reach areas. I use it on my feet or as a wipe for on-the-go use. It couldn't be easier to smell amazing. In fact, Lumi makes sure you smell great for a whopping 72 hours, and I, as a user, can tell you that is true. I, I, I use Lumi. I love it. It smells, and I'm going to use this word specifically, delicious. The coconut one, you want to eat it. It's, it, 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 it is a great-smelling uh, deodorant. Lumi was created by an OBGYN. So you know it's a product you can trust. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH balanced, so you can slap it anywhere and everywhere for maximum odor protection. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid-stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash. I've used it. It's great. Uh, and deodorant wipes. Oh, and free shipping. So there's a lot going on here. And I think you're going to love it. I love it. As a special offer for JTrain listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code JTrain5 at LumiDeodorant.com. That's over 40% of your starter pack when you use, when you visit Lumi. De- it's LumiDeodorant.com. Lumi, L-U-M-E, Deodorant.com. Use code JTrain5. That's JTrain and the number 5. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Fenoya. Go follow at Mike Fenoya. But more importantly, don't let me down. That's the special. Like it, comment, let them know that you watched it, enjoyed it. You're going to love it. Um, we're getting a lot of breakup stuff. This I'm, 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 I'm warning you. Tis the season. Okay? Tis, the, tis the season. Failed engagement. You ever had a failed engagement? Yes. 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 Okay. We have an expert. i totally did long time listener patreon subscriber thank you love everything that you do and hopefully uh hopeful for some of your advice listen if you're out there and you want to be a part of the patreon i do a luxury lounge every friday that i read every single complaint and then i do coffee with j train which is like stories from the week that just happened so if you're listening right now two weeks ago i told a whole story about going to dc and I told a whole story, oh, about some woman uh, attacking me on a date. Not attack, not physically, but like basically lighting a shit sandwich on fire right as I'm on a date. So, yeah, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Hi, Jared. Longtime listener, patron. Okay. My ex-fiance of four months together total for over six years called off our relationship and engagement two weeks ago. Hey, I'm so sorry. That's raw. The decision was mutual. However, it doesn't make things any easier. For context, it should be noted that he is a sports content creator of sorts, has a public page for his content and a private, more personal page. Anyways, the day after we broke up, he removed all of our pictures from his private page from the last three years. I did so well. I think she wrote, I did so as well. Right. I did so as well. He also removed me from Snapchat, but never unfollowed me on any other social media. Flash forward Mm. to today, and I noticed that he removed even more of our pictures together. Why do you think he's going back and deleting more, but still following me, etc.? Does he want to meet someone new already? 
too sad to look at the picks all the time? Why or is he too sad to look at the picks all the time? Why is he still following me? My other question is whether or not I should unfollow him on everything altogether. I want to move on and not get upset every time he posts, but also want to see what he's up to and make sure he's, quote-unquote, okay. Uh, Any insight into the male mind is appreciated. What do you think of this, Mike Fenoya, as someone who's been through this, but a version of this? I don't know if social media was as prevalent. No, it wasn't, but it's there now. And, uh, you know, not that it's like, you know, I, we're not friends on any of it, but uh, it, it's a it's a difficult. I mean, that's such a raw. Someone recently said, and I love it. Speak from the scar, not the wound. Okay. I kind of like that a lot where it's like, let things heal before you uh, speak from it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's all reactive at this point. And this is such a raw thing. Like if you had the relationship built up to the point that you were ready to be engaged, you got engaged, you started planning, your families got excited and then bang, it's broken off. It's embarrassing and devastating and like debilitating. Maybe it breaks up friend groups. Like if it was anything like mine, like my ex and her friends and me and my friends were like a super group. Mm -hmm. And then we split and, I lost a lot of buddies because of it because they were marrying her friends and so on. So it's a lot going on there. And uh, it's not just so this is to say this this isn't just two people breaking up. This is no, it's a a, life changed. This is a small business going bankrupt. Like there's employees. There's, you know, yeah, there's a lot. And uh, and it hurts. And no matter mutual is look there. We were mutual, too. But it doesn't. That's not a good. Mutual. Doesn't help. That's a no. No, that that and that's a easy thing to say to people to ward them away that you're okay. Like even yeah. reading it on this email, you go, oh, mutual. Okay, so they're right of mind. I I think you say something very important. The the scar wound thing. When you say like speak from the scar, not the wound, that means also you got to heal. Yes, and yes. this person yes. writing in is literally trying to drive the car from the passenger seat. Like they are sitting there being like, I want to make sure they're okay by watching their social media. And did they take down pictures of us because they're mad at me or sad or why is he still following? You're never going to get the answers to this as a passenger. This person needs to start driving their car because right now they're letting this other person lead them without even talking to them. They don't even know where they're leading them to. So they're guessing. They're going, oh, he took down those pictures because that hurt him more. Or they took down, he now he's taking down this pictures because he wants to let me know a message that he's more over. He's trying to date. You don't know any of these things, but also you're not healed. No. It's been four months. You're not healed. It's okay to admit. And... You're not doing anything. You're not taking the medicine. You're right. you're watching someone else take their medicine and being like, okay, well, maybe I'll you know follow them there. This person, they they ask, why do you think he's going back and deleting more, but follow still follow me? Uh, I think that stuff to me, like, I you know, to me, you go, let me get rid of all these pictures that might have people questioning when I say I'm divorced or I'm single, if I'm on a dating app, if I'm talking to friends, I don't want to deal with it. It might be that he's archiving it, but you're never going to know the answers to those questions. I'm telling this person, they need to take care of themselves and unfollow. They need to unfollow. 
and the idea that you're going to make sure he's okay, you're not responsible for him anymore. No, and also, I don't like that at all because, like, you're just leaving yourself. That's like, you know what that's like doing? I'm going to quit smoking, but I'm going to leave a pack in the desk just in case I need one. Like, if you are laying awake at night and you need that fix of how's my ex or what are they doing or are they moving on faster than me? You're just leaving that door of pain open and you got to You got to close it. And she asked about the male perspective as someone who, you know, we're crazy about each other. And it just was a hot and heavy relationship. And it was those relationships are there's no middle ground. It's either like super on or super off. You're either madly in love or fighting like crazy. And that's how we were. And when we split, I got rid of everything. Dude, I moved to Colorado to like yeah. get a change of scenery, <laughs> you know? Right. And I was but the you, person, take down it, the pictures, all right. that stuff. Because I don't want but, memories of like, what's the point to me? Well, I'm like, that, but that's the thing to you. This right. is the thing. Everyone yeah. is the main character of their movie. Everyone's You're trying right. to get themselves right. We are all personally motivated. Yep. So the reasons he takes on these pictures aren't to like send a smoke signal. It's not to like let you know that he no. is dating or not dating. It is to get him right. And it's not and yeah. you're taking these as signs and honestly you're hurting yourself. Just I think unfollow, unfriend and again, you can't Right now, you're trying to, you know, help him and make sure he's okay from a place of still of, of from the wound and not from the scar. Yeah. The scar isn't there yet, and the right. only way to get from wound heal. to scar is to unfollow. Stop looking yeah. at him. Take away the temptation. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Fanoia. Go follow now. You're gonna love the special. Don't let me down. Taped in Connecticut. A Connecticut boy here. Ready to go with a funny special. <laughs> 34 and single woman. Not looking for a friend, but not in a rush. Jared. Can't tell you how thankful I am to have discovered your podcast and shows. You're such a talented, funny, and thoughtful guy. Well, thank you. So happy all, all your success. I'll get to it. I'm a 34-year-old single woman that recently moved to a new town after training in a demanding medical field. Okay. I've had a, I haven't had much time to date and have only found myself in toxic situationships the last seven years. I'm also not in a rush as I'd rather take the time to meet and get to know someone I truly think is a partner. I found that dating on the apps leads to quick attraction and false intimacy through texting. To be honest, I think relationships are more successful if you establish some sort of friendship and found or foundation first. However, I feel like the dating apps were created to skip that part. The sequence of events is now upside down. It's now have sex and then get to know someone and realize you aren't compatible. I am someone that does not enjoy intense emotional connections nor sex physical intimacy if I don't trust or feel safe with someone. How do I go about dating on the apps and letting guys know that while I'm not looking for a friend, I'm also looking to go slow and build trust slash friendship prior to diving in or being intimate? I feel like as soon as you say anything about friendship, the boundaries and intentions get confusing for guys and myself. Thanks for all the laughs and helping in getting through these 30s, trying to be a slow burn in a fast world. What do you think, Mike Fenoya? Um, With all due respect... Mm. I I kind of feel like there's some uh, apprehensions and like, I'll go eat at this restaurant, but I'm not having this. I am not eating salad. Don't ask me for, you know, if they put ice in my soda, I'm out. 
there, right. it seems like you're kind of coming in with a lot of like uh speed bumps and like preconceived notions about everything i met my wife on a dating app i i've right. you know i know a lot of people that have been successful with it i i think there's this like i don't like this but i maybe like that and if i get let's just take a step back and stop you peeling know, layers of the onion off and realize it's just an onion like it's you, okay you 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 bring up a great point it's exactly the same we're in the same territory we're in the same you know we're in the same mindset because when i read this email as i'm reading it i'm like Wow, how did we end up at this person's TED talk? Yeah. And it's like a you know, we're, it, it was very much like they've decided what what the dating apps are to make themselves feel more comfortable. They've decided yeah. Yeah. and again, you know, an onion just just an onion. Like yeah. an umbrella <laughs> is just a useful tool. There's no emotion. Right. The dating apps don't aren't mad at you. The dating apps aren't uh, forcing you into some like weird right. cultish behavior. Yes, the things that this person described do happen. I, I don't think anything they of said course. is untrue. But 100%. to say when you make and I think men generally are re when it comes to dating, we are really lucky, I think, that we don't need this organization of things and i think that's because societally you know we don't have like the clock we don't have people right. asking us are you seeing anyone all the time we're not decide you know we're not considered good because we're in a relationship or bad because we're single i think women deal with all that stuff so they're looking for a way to like organize everything so that they're never wrong i think yeah. like yeah. this woman needs to take a way less organized approach to what these apps are like the idea that just because you're on an app you have to have sex first and then get to know each other later no one is making you do that now in and, and i think they're right when they said the word friendship um confuses guys and she says herself admittedly yeah yeah i didn't like when you say i'm looking for friendship first I, to me i'm like i don't um, what are we here for then? Like, I would, I yeah, would get annoyed, yeah. and I'm, and I'm sorry to say that, but I would like, I would hear when you're like, I need a, a, again, this is like a little bit like telling people who you are versus being who you are. I think she needs to practice what yeah. she preaches and preach it to yourself. Sometimes these, these affirmations, these rules are meant to be set into the mirror and not to the person that you're on a date <laughs> That's with. That's a great like, point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's really a great point. Because if you even push back on that and like if she goes, well, I don't X because of Y, you go, well, how come? I wonder if she even knows the answer to that, because I think sometimes we say these things like like it sounds to me more that like instead of a dating app, it sounds like LinkedIn for a job interview. It doesn't feel right. like a dating app to meet someone for a relationship. It sounds more like, do you fit my criteria? But you're you're setting these pitfalls. Right. I just and think like. Yeah, I mean, so you're in a new city, city. But I no, would say, you know, again, new city makes another problem because she doesn't have like a group of friends. Like that's her biggest sure. issue. I know. She's I like, say she's that, like yeah. I've lost this like arm of the company where the friendships kind of happen naturally. And then that's how I've generally met people that have gone have been that I'm looking to meet. And she's like, well, now I'm left with just this app where everyone's looking to fuck and then see, which right. again, I understand her predicament. I think. Again, all of this stuff is right until she goes on a date with someone that she really connects with and they have a really fun time and then it works out. And now yep. all of a sudden her whole like 
you know, her whole hypothesis, right, yeah. is kind of broken, but like she'll find a way to tell people, like, well, we had a good friendship first. It's like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. How about you make some rules for yourself and stop putting rules on the apps? I think for yourself, why don't you say, hey, like matchmaker Maria, who's a friend of this show, friend of mine, she has like the 12 date rule for like when she'll be intimate with when you should be intimate with someone. I, listen, if you need that rule to be able to like, Make sure that there's a basis that you would enjoy a physical activity with someone. Use that rule, but like make it yeah. for you. And if someone says to you, like, hey, I don't want to, you know, I, I think bringing up like, you know, I need friendship. I need, you know, when you do that, you kind of get, you get in this game where it's like, okay, you're not above this thing. You're in the yeah. apps too. Yeah. And you're also, it sounds like you're hiring an assistant. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> there's two you know what i mean so yeah just I, enjoy I your new also, city i would also people. say to her that's a good point that's what i was about to say enjoy your new city like how about you make friends not on the dating app like right. let's do people from work let's get drinks hey what's what's your status i'm actually single good to know but i think when you tell people you're single from work or the people you're hanging with in your new city if you go into and these apps, everyone wants to fuck and then they'll uh, see it's all upside down. I'd be like, okay, sociologist. Uh, I didn't light, know you had a, yeah. uh, you know, like, uh, I yeah, didn't know you had a background in, in human studies. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, like I again, you can be right and it's not helpful at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Just be open to the fact that there may be good experiences for you to right. have. And, Don't go and into maybe it. You're not going to fuck. Horrible. And. And listen, hey, I had a great time on this date, but I'm not looking to be physical yet. I don't think it has to be followed up with, I need friendship. You know, like, I know what yeah. I need. And yeah. if I'm not getting it, you're not going to teach someone to give it to you. It's exactly. just generally not going to work out that way. This fall, cozy up in the best underwear on the market. MeUndies is here to keep you comfy. Whether you're working on your nine to five or lounging on the couch, it doesn't matter if you're into the classic prints and patterns or you like to change up your underwear to celebrate the seasons, MeUndies has something for you. Check out their Barbie print, their Batman and Catwoman prints, or get into the holiday spirit with some festive options. I am currently wearing MeUndies as I read this. And here's the thing. MeUndies is great, great product, love it, into it. You have an underwear rotation. There is a underwear that you keep at the back, and you know it. You, you you go, that's yeah, that's the B team. Well, let's make all of our underwear the A team. Take, be good to yourself. This is self-care. Take that last underwear that you don't like wearing, throw it away. We're going to replace it with a MeUndies. MeUndies are light, breathable, uh, to help, light and breathable to help regulate your body temperature. They're stretchy, cozy, and made from sustainably sourced materials. All their factories are vetted on fair trade, empowerment, and transparency. So you can feel great about your purchase knowing everyone involved in making your MeUndies is being treated well and compensated fairly. To get 25% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain for 25% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. JTrain podcast at gmail.com, JTrain podcast. At gmail.com here with Mike Fanoia. At Mike Fanoia on all socials. The special, it is out right now. Don't let me down. It's there. Is six years too late to shoot my shot? <clears throat> J Train, feather, feather. I think I kept this to exactly one phone screen length. 
In summer 2017, I casually dated a guy who lived in the city I was interning in. At the end of the summer, I wanted to keep seeing him, but he politely turned me down. Looking back now, it makes sense. He was 26 and a working professional when I was 21 and a college student going back to my senior year in college um, in a different town. Flash forward to present day, I still think about this guy occasionally. He has no social media, so I can't tell whether he's single or not, and we haven't talked since a few text exchanges in the fall of 2017. I know it's likely I'm just romanticizing someone from my past, but I feel like it's the this itch that I have to scratch. Um, he's still in the same city, but I'm in a different major city, a few hours drives, a few hours drive away. I go to his city often as I have family and friends there and plan to move there permanently in a few years. My question is, can I reach out to him next time I'm in his city? And if so, what should I say? I still have his number and clearly remember him, but it was casual. Do I reintroduce myself in case he's forgotten who I am? Is there any way to do this without seeming like a crazy girl who's been pining away uh, over some guy she slept with six years ago? Many thanks for your wisdom, the hung-up ex-flame. What do you think of this, Mike Fanoia? That's uh, that's a tricky one. I think that's a um, if you're going to text or if you're going to call, I think it takes a... um, You would call. Right. Ooh, no way. Text. That number from his end, he ain't picking up that call. He's text. No, I'm saying right. Like I'm just saying I'm I'm thinking through it for for her. I mean, you have to text. Here's what here's when I read this email, and it's funny, you're like, that's a tricky one. I think I think you and I, two red blooded American men, heard this email and went, This chick is fucked. I heard this and I'm like there's only there's like there's this like because i i everything in her email i get it and it's all stuff i've heard before i'm a few hours away but i'm moving there permanently in a few years like everything she says is with this tiny glimmer of hope that Mm. maybe this was the one maybe we do hit it off and i'm not saying again when i said that your relationship is the problem like there's someone out there where this happened, in turn hooked up, they went away from each other, they grew up, they found each other again, they live happily ever after. I sure I would say to her, chances are slim to none that's going to happen. Uh, Here, I, yes, you're right. I agree with you. I also and, think. Okay, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You first. Well, I guess in addition, I would say like, if she does reach out to this guy, it is someone who is attracted to me. It is someone that has already been, I've already broken up with. So I've already told them I don't want to get more serious. Yeah. That's the kicker. So now it's even easier. Now we can hang out again and yeah, it's 6 years later, but I told you 6 years ago. Like I guys hold on to things like that in a weird yeah. way where it's like, yeah. okay, since you were okay with how this went down and for her she's like, I'm a different person. I'm an adult. I'm, this is a whole nah not yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like if it was a lighthearted hey what's up it's me uh i'm in your i'm I'm coming to chicago uh this weekend want to grab a drink and you gotta leave it at that and then you can't put any more weight on it he may go yeah like you know what the fuck dust that off for a minute sorry can i swear i'm just going at it here (laughs) um you know uh you know hey he may go like sweet and they may they may have a fun fling of a weekend and that's it I wouldn't put right. any weight on any of it. I would anticipate you got to go lighthearted. You got to go. You and I are in the same. We're in the same water. Short and again. sweet. 
like, yo, what's up? Let's hang. Keep on. Keep your, if you have expectations that are higher than here, here are the options. I'm with you. Lighthearted. Hey, I know it's been years. It's blank, blank. I would give full name. Mm -hmm. I just want to say, I thought about you because I'm going to be in town on these dates. Would love to catch up over a drink. That's, that's the text. You give all the information. Hope all has been well. That's it. That's all the information. Give it in one text. Yep. Here are the options from his end. Hey, this is really sweet. Great. No answer. That's one option. No answer. That's one option. Second answer. Hey, it's really great to hear from you. I'm actually in a committed thing now, uh, but I wish you the best. That's two answer. Three. Hey, it's been forever. How you been? He continues the conversation because he's looking to feel you out and see what this is all about. Yeah. Four. Hey, I would love to. Let's do this date at this time at this place. Again, as we move through these options, they become more unlikely. You know, uh, and five. and that fourth five. <laughs> he's depressed. He's depressed as shit and desperate, and he's like now calling you twice a day. Be careful. <laughs> Sometimes the wanting is better than the getting. Right, you know? right, right. Now he's he, like, oh, really? Well, he Someone to, wants yeah, to like, fuck me still? Yeah. All sudden, yeah. All of a sudden, FaceTime goes up, and it's like, yo, wait a second. <laughs> this is too much. This got less <laughs> yeah. sexy right away. Exactly. Yeah. So, th- so these are the options. <laughs> now, if you go get drinks and catch up, I, I think you have to live by the motto, just because you had fun doesn't mean you will have fun. And I think- So true. You had a good time. You have this yep. memory of him. Again, she's admitted- it's romanticized, which I appreciate the admission. But let's, you're starting anew. You might go on this and go, the vibe wasn't there. I don't know. I, I felt a lack of trust. And if you do have fun on that date, I wouldn't expect it to be more than just having fun on that date. Again, there's a lot of outs with you. There's the, right. you live far away. There's the, oh, I, you know, I told you I wasn't really looking for anything six years ago. I know. Right? Like, those are all built-in outs that people, and I'm not, I I use this word, and I don't think he's, again, like, I'm not saying this, but he's, people prey on those, on those outs. People prey on those excuses. So. Of course. This is all, you know, it's funny. She writes in, like, should I shoot my shot? And it's like, here's a bunch of warnings for you to not get too excited about this. And you might get someone who's, comes and hangs out with you and you guys have an amazing night. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't believe that that's means it's going to be an amazing relationship. Yeah. Like don't put your condo up for sale just yet. You know, like, (laughs) you know, you go visit a town, you don't buy a house the first day. Like, no, go check it out. Visit it on, you know, like you don't know where he's at. Six years is a ton. So gmail.com. I'm I'm with with you. Light and easy. Podcast at gmail.com. Go follow Mike Fenoya at Mike Fenoya. The special, it's out right now. Don't let me down. It's on 800 Pound Gorillas YouTube. Go, 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 go. It's on Uh, mine too. At Mike Fenoya. At Mike Fenoya. Go follow and and comment. Let them know you were there from the J Train podcast. Advice, please. Introducing the significant other to the friend group. Hello, hello. Jared, love seeing you in Boston, December 2022. My friends and I can't wait to see you again this year. Thank you. Here's the question. My boyfriend, 28, and I, 29, each have a couple of circle of friends. He has his hometown friends and college friends, all of which he seems relatively close to, meaning the group hangs out frequently. 
I have a handful of hometown friends, some college friends, and friends I've made since moving to the city four years ago. I have different friendship dynamics with each group. I met my boyfriend's friends pretty quickly. We all tailgated at a concert together, and I've been invited to group events ever since. The group is mostly couples. I don't have group hangouts with my friends as regular as he as regularly as he does with his friends. My boyfriend has met some of my girlfriends uh, when we were all already out and just ended up meeting up at the same bar. My girlfriends and I usually either do solo weeknight dinner drinks or plans uh, or plan an event or something with a large group weeks to months out, holiday parties, birthday outings, etc. My question is, what's the best way to introduce my boyfriend to my friend groups? when the dynamic of my friend group is different than his. I obviously want my boyfriend to meet all my friends as these are important people in my life that I care a lot about. I also don't want to I also don't want too much time to pass before my boyfriend thinks that I either that I also don't want too much time to pass before my boyfriend thinks that either one my friends are imaginary, two that I don't take our relationship seriously enough to introduce him to my friends or three I just depend on his friend group to do fun things regularly. More questions. What was your approach to introducing your current past partners to the uh, friend group? What was the balance between hang out with theirs versus your friend group? Would you think less of a partner if their friendship dynamic was different than yours? Interested to see where this discussion goes. Truly grateful for any and all the thoughts and advice you have. F is for friends. P.S. I knew my boyfriend and I were a good match. When on our first date, he was like, have you ever heard of Jared Freed? Well, thank you. That's cool to hear. <clears throat> what do you think? Uh, first of all, I think this is extremely common. I think this is something yeah. that most relationships, like, dude, my all the way back. And I even talked about my, with my ex and and my wife. It's like, yo, the, these are my boys. They, I'm very lucky. I have friends that I've had my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I introduced her to them. And she is exactly the same as our our writer here that has intimate little one-off dinners here and there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um uh, how to introduce him when the friendship dynamic is different. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a different dynamic. I, I, right. Some people, I mean, a, a concert tailgate's a concert tailgate. Dinner and drinks on a Tuesday, it's a totally different vehicle, you know? Let me, so, let me just say, I think most men, I, I, I'll speak for myself, Mike, agree or disagree, we love when you have a friend that you go get dinner with. We love oh, when God, you have I like, it. yes, I, yeah. I love hearing back about how that friendship exists and what, how it works and who they are in the grand scheme of their life. Right. We like that. We like when you have things to do. We like when you have a group. Well, I like when I can hear about the bullshit in the group. I like when I can hear about the friend's boyfriend that sucks. I like when I hear about the friend's boyfriend who's great. I like, I like hearing all the tea we just want you to have tea. We just yeah. want you to have tea to cook. We want a pot that you're brewing. We, I, I think, uh, you know, again, we can talk about our own friend groups. We can invite you to things. But, like, I like when someone's got their shit. They got whatever that dynamic is. It doesn't matter if it's the same or different of mine. I just want to know that there's someone to have a dynamic with. Like, right. the only thing about friends of people I date that I notice is when they don't have friends from um, any friends from, like, beyond five years ago and you're like well what happened to everybody what happened yeah. what happened in college what happened in high that's school that's so what, interesting you know? yeah you're like oh so you're the one they're talking about right how did this happen <laughs> i've dated people where I, I didn't realize until too late i was like oh yeah you only have new friends what are, yeah. are the old re- so that's the one thing i've ever noticed uh, as as far as like how much time for here's the thing 
one, my friends are imaginary. He's not thinking that. It doesn't matter how long it takes no, to show him. No, um, That I don't take our relationship serious enough to introduce him to my friends. He will only think that if it's an event where you explain it and it's like, well, why didn't I get invited? Like, which doesn't right. sound like it's happening. No. I would never expect to be invited to the girls' night where it's two girls getting dinner and catching up. Like, we know that exists. No. Sure. If, if your friends and all their boyfriends went to a concert and there was a tailgate and you were like, yeah, you'll come to the next one. I'd be like, okay, I guess I'm being pushed yeah. away from this group for some reason. Right. And, 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 and you know what she asked too is like, you know, how do I introduce him <clears throat> with this two different dynamics? It seems like she's concerned about there's like the, the tailgate and the, there's like two different sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. What I would recommend is find a nice happy medium. How about a cookout? Invite his friends and your friends. How right. about a, something that's like in between that doesn't have to be so one thing or the other. Create and an kind of like a nice soft in- introduction there. And then who knows? He may love your friends and right. go, oh, let's get together for dinner with this one and that one and whatever. Like, I, 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 it seems to me like there's a lot of weight on the types of hangs. And right. if he doesn't like that and you don't like it, doesn't have to be well, those. She, like find a did, middle ground. Her, you know, she did say he's met them like while they were all out. And she's like, sure. it sounds like she's like saying those aren't actual get to know you become right. friends with my friends hang so like Hanks, maybe yeah. you look at your friends and you go hey um i want to do a concert with us and the guys were dating maybe that's yeah. a specific group this is why you know that can get a little hairy with a group that some people have boyfriends some people don't because you know then it becomes this like exclusionary thing maybe it's just you have a pregame i think that's the maybe like before dinner you say hey i'm gonna do drinks and apps at my place and i'm gonna have a few friends over i would love for you to come i think that's a quiet you know yep you know different but same as the other hangs i think that's like a good way to go and say to him hey listen my friends and i are doing a girls night before that we're gonna do like a nice cocktail hour at my place you and your friends should come before you guys go out that night. Like that would be I cool. Like, that. like, I like you know, that. Yeah. hang, then you can separate or just him on his own. Come, we're going to be doing drinks beforehand. I want you to come and meet everybody when we're not at a loud bar. Yeah. Why a not? collective pregame. I like, yeah, that. I think that's really a good idea. J train pressure podcast. off takes the completely J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. Mike, let's do one more. Is that cool? Yeah, let's do it. Go check out the special. It's called Don't Let Me Down. Don't Let Me Down. Go watch the special. It's on YouTube. It's there right now. Best Don't friend going through a breakup. So many breakup emails. Dear J Train, huge fan of your stand up and the podcast. I'll get right into it. About two weeks ago, my best friend, 26 female, caught her boyfriend trying to get nude photos from other girls. Hey, their relationship has always been a little tumultuous because my friend can be very insecure. I've listened to her for the past two years bitch about how they always get into fights. If I'm being honest, I've never really liked him, but this was our first this was her first serious boyfriend, so I just went with it. After she found the pictures, I assumed the relationship was over. However, she told me that she needs to stay with him because she is having issues at work and needs him. He also didn't want to break up. I tried to talk to her about it, and I told her that even though uh, this is going to be painful at first, I told her that even though it's going to be painful at first, she needs to cut him off cold turkey because it will be better in the long run. She told me she doesn't want to talk about it. I understand my advice is easier to give than to receive. 
As an added bonus, my friend is invited to my sister's wedding in a month and has a plus one. She plans on bringing her boyfriend. I wear my emotions on my sleeve, so I know it's going to be uncomfortable to see this guy at the wedding. Any advice to not be a judgmental friend is greatly appreciated. Best trying to be a nice friend. Ugh. This is tough. That um, is tough. The, the wedding thing makes it even tougher. What do you think? What does she do as the friend? Ugh. I don't know. I mean, friendship dynamics are so hard when it comes to like, you know, people's friendships are ruined sometimes over like overstepping, talking about a relationship Mm -hmm. and what they should or shouldn't do. I would say maybe like the marathon versus the sprint of it. The wedding is the sprint, right? We want to make sure that this wedding doesn't get, you know, do they get hammered and fight? Does it get weird? Whatever, like all these different variables. Maybe have a conversation with your friend and go, is it a good idea to bring him to the wedding? Like, you don't have to, you know? Here's I the problem. Know. It's hard. Here's the because... problem. No one wants to be helped unless they ask for help. Exactly. Yeah, it's tough. So her yeah. coming in and talking to this person about their boyfriend, they're going to, it's going to be a fight. It's going to yeah. be an argument. Yeah, they're going to feel attacked. They're going to feel embarrassed because they're staying with someone they know has done wrong. To me, yeah. this friend has said their piece. You're not into the boyfriend. You think they should break up. You think, and again, they said they have secu- uh, security issues. Yeah. They're insecure. So, yeah, they're staying with the boyfriend because they're insecure. They don't think they can find better than what they've got. You know, you think better of them, higher of them than they think themselves. That That's sucks. true. Yeah. So here's yep. what I would say. If I'm this friend, you've said your piece anytime. They come to you about the boyfriend from here on out. You have to go. I've said my piece. Yeah, you know where I stand. Let your There's no discussion. Be, yeah, yeah. I think you should break up with this person. I think you can do better and have a better life for yourself without this person. I don't think you trust yourself enough. End of. There's no more to say. That's the thing. Like you've said what's been said. I don't yeah. like them. I think you need to break up. And now they're not doing it. Okay. Next time I talk to you. So when it comes to like. What should I do with the boyfriend? I don't talk about Jason. I'm out. I told you. Yeah. And you know what else, too? The, the, she says, I wear my emotions on my face. Like, she wears everything on her face. It seems like she's more worried about her right. at the wedding with him than him coming to the wedding. So, yeah, it's it's. I think you have to realize it's not your life. And people choose their, you know, you, you, there are certain things in life we can't control. And if you focus on that stuff, <clears throat> then you're missing some but other. I think sometimes, stuff. like. I, I guess my point is more that like sometimes it, the more you discuss something, they become obsessed with the attention that comes with the discussion. Yeah. And to you again, the way it's written here, he's asking for nudes from other people. They have a tumultuous relationship. Right. You think your friend should dump this guy and work on herself and find a relationship that's going to be better for her. That's it. Done. That's it. So like, yeah. Hey, so Jason wants to know, I don't do Jason stuff. I think yeah. that like she has to kind of understand that like this isn't like fun and games for me. I don't need the high and low of your relationship. I don't want to watch Melrose Place. Your relationship isn't entertaining to me. Yeah. Nothing about yeah. him is entertaining to me. Like that to me, like get someone to like know where you stand. Maybe they go, I don't think I'm going to bring him to the wedding or they go. I guess there's nowhere to complain for this. I, and right. again, they're a little bit on their own. And I'm not saying to desert your friend. I guess I'm saying 
let them know like if you want to have a talk about this it ain't gonna be me going oh oh my god we'll figure out a way no i've given you my you know jason opinion it's over so i'm with you you know like i i and when and when the weather when the wedding comes i you're bringing them but avoid them right i i'm sorry i i'm i i've given my opinion if i seem distant know why that's it. J- you know? Yeah. yeah. Jtrain podcast at gmail.com. Jtrain Mike Fanoia, thank you so much. Thank you, dude. I really appreciate it. And I'm so happy for you and all your success. I love you, buddy. Love you too. Thank you so much. Everyone go follow Mike at Mike Fanoia. Don't let me down. That's the special. It's the link is in the bio right now. Save it. Send it to yourself. Make sure you have it. Night on the couch. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Listen, you want to hang out with friends, watch the special. You're going to love it. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday. Back next week. Boom.